This episode of the Morning Skate is brought to you by Laga Sports. Laga Sports specializes in making 100% custom, fully sublimated uniforms and apparel for a variety of sports, but they're known for the premium quality and creativity of hockey jerseys. They have a one-price, any-design policy. It doesn't matter if you're looking for a simple NHL style or if you're wanting to create jerseys that look like Rebel Fighters from Star Wars. The price will always be the same, and the design of possibilities are endless. Check them out at lagasports.com. That is lagasports.com. L-A-G-A-S-P-O-R-T-S dot com. Own your look, own the game. You'll lose 11 seconds. You've got 10 seconds. The countdown going on right now. Morrow, up to show. Five seconds left in the game. Do you believe in miracles? Yes! Alright guys, welcome back to a new podcast, episode 118 of the Morning Skate last week. It was a little suspect. We had some technical difficulties and battled through. I apologize to you guys this week. We're going to be better than ever. Starting off, Ked here with BizDev at BizDev's, oh wow, at BizDev's studio. Love it. We've been BizDeving all day. This is Sunday. It's kind of our thing. Dev Dale, how you doing, buds? Cooking it up in the lab all day. Feeling good. Feeling ready to rock. Thanks for having me on again. And where are you located? Saratoga Springs, New York. In the analytics sections of your Morning Skate podcast. Uh, also, you're with Hal. Hal, say what up, buddy. Two things really quick. Uh, one, how did you – Dale forgot his own catchphrase, like, right off the bat. So that's tough. And number two, the reason we had technical difficulties, part of it, I would like to say, is my fault. Essentially, Dale was 45 minutes late to the podcast because he was getting tea with his mom or something along those lines downtown. Um, I, I felt bad. I wanted him to join, and then when he joined, we lost connection. So, well, here's the, the thing. Of my heart. I think we're all at fault. Like, well, before before I even call him Dale, I was actually talking to Dale before this podcast started, and he actually wants to drop the Dale and just be called BizDev from now on. I'm not ready. I'm not ready for that yet. All right, so I think we were all kind of at fault. Bizdev Dale, yes, he was having tea with his mom. He knew that we were all hanging out. That one's on him. Uh, you were at fault because you just hung up on me and got Dale involved, and I was at fault because I was stirring the pot with the Aaron Hernandez thing. So I think we, we should all equally take credit for that happening last week. Maybe me a little bit less credit than you guys, but I'm the bigger man. My hand's up. I'll also take some blame. Um we have not that much to cover, the All-Star game, and just like one other NHL news story. Dale, BizDev, that's going to – we're going to have to figure that out. Uh, we're going to talk about what we have planned for the summer. So, yeah, how, how was your week? Do you have a good week, dude? Yeah, it was all right, dude. It's one of those weekends. It's Sunday night. It's one of those weekends that went by too quick, but it's just another week. Like, the All-Star break, so, like, your team's not playing. The Bruins went out on a high note, which was good, but it's kind of a mediocre week. I had a really weird one. I uh, got promoted at my job. Clap, stick, taps for Ted. But I bet I worked super late this week. I didn't have any beer league games. And you're right, the Rangers weren't on. So, like, I spent a majority of my time in the office to, like, 8, 830 at night. So, 
that was a little weird, but it was pretty good because the boss's boss was there. So I got a little FaceTime while it was past uh, 8 o'clock while people were leaving. I was like, oh, you guys working a half day? I'll keep the lights on type stuff. So that was kind of cool. Well, how was your week? Did you have a good week, dude? Oh, yeah. Why are you laughing, dude? <laughs> dude, if you were my coworker, I'd want to punch you in the face. <laughs> Why? Because, because you like, you basically just said like you were you were purposely trying to look like your like first guy and last guy out. Yeah, but I also was doing work, so like. Right, but I wouldn't describe you like ultimately. Like, would you say that's your role, dude? Also, never said I was the first guy in. Like, like, <laughs> like let's get that on the record. Right. I don't want people thinking that I'm like, oh, I'm there. Fuck it. That's not the case. I was just leaving at like eight, eight o'clock, eight thirty at night. Fair enough. I mean, I'll, I, I'll take my scoff back. I don't know what a scoff is, but that's cool. Dale, how was your week? It was good, dude. Thanks for asking. I was able to uh, cook up some morning skate pucks for a giveaway, potentially. Um, I, I took a little personal day yesterday. I did some skiing and uh, got the opportunity to go to the Union RPI Mayor's Cup game last night, which I'll get into a little bit later. Dope. These pucks that, that Dale uh, made, they're actually pretty sick, dude. Uh, I think we have some to give away. We're not going to give them away immediately because it does cost money uh, to send these out, and that's something that we don't really have a lot of. So we'll do this sporadically as the thing goes on. How many pucks do we have? Ten? About ten pucks. So as the season goes on, we'll we'll get some giveaway competitions involved. We'll figure it out. So um, that's this week's catch-up. All right, NHL in the news. Play the music. All right, guys, so before we get into the all-star events, we have to – this is one of the funniest things. It's not funny if it actually happened, but just like one of the wildest stories that you'd ever think that you'd see. I almost thought it was like one of those things, you know, when you go grocery shopping and you're in the line they have like all those magazines and then like there's one that says like the Clintons adopted an alien back in 1996. And like there's a face of like an alien with Hillary Clinton's head on it. I thought it was like from something along those lines, but it wasn't. Philadelphia Inquirer. Chris Greenwell bought his boy Brandon to the Wells Fargo Center one, one night in November to meet the most famous person on the Philadelphia Flyers payroll, Gritty. The Flyers had invited Greenwell and his 13-year-old son to get a photo, some FaceTime, blah, 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 blah. But after waiting in line about an hour behind dozens of fans to get Gritty, something happened that was shocking. Gritty punched Brandon in the back. And Greenwell's telling, Brand, Brandon playfully patted the mask on the head after the photo was taken. As, as Brandon walked away, Gritty got out of his chair, took a running start, and punched my son as hard as he could. About a month after the alleged punch, uh, Comcast Spectator and Greenwell couldn't come to an agreement, so he reported to the police. The matter is now being investigated. Police spokesperson on Tuesday described the case as an alleged physical assault that occurred during a photo shoot with a 13-year-old white male and Flyers mascot, Gritty. The investi- investigation is active and ongoing. How? What do you have on, like, Gritty, Gritty getting in the police blotter? Yeah, I don't have a ton of it, dude. If it, I mean, if it's true... Um... It's crazy. If it isn't true, then it's kind of like whatever. But honestly, what I was thinking about, and this definitely isn't true, but I was just thinking about my own conspiracy theory that I I truly believe that the Philadelphia Flyers marketing team like nailed Gritty. Like no mascot has been nailed like him in the last 20 years, right? And like what's the only thing that would make Gritty a little more Philadelphia than he already is is if he he was in the police blotters. Like he had a record, dude. Like 
I don't know. I don't know if you guys think, do you think this could be like an inside job? I think that it's one of two things. <clears throat> one, you highlighted. It could be, it, this very well could be an inside job. Like, let's get, let's get Gritty Street cred up a little bit. Get him in the police blotter. Get people to know that, you know, he's no mascot to mess with. That or like, again, this is all alleged and I just, I don't know, man. I think if I'm a dad and I have a 13-year-old kid and a mascot comes up and just bundles him from behind, I'm dropping the gloves and I'm beating the shit out of the mascot. Like, as a father, it's your, like, responsibility to protect your kids. And if somebody were to punch my kid in a line, I'm knocking him out, right? Like, 10 times out of 10. Or, like, something escalates, like, at that point. No, I'm punching him in the face, dude. Like, if I have a 13-year-old kid and a mascot punches my 13-year-old kid, I'm fighting Scott. Like, without a doubt, dude. Like, that's what you're supposed to do. Yeah, I get what you're saying. So what's your point? You're saying that that didn't happen, so that makes you... Exactly. So that didn't happen. So either this didn't happen or this Chris Greenwell guy is just not really like protecting his kid, I guess. Yeah. I mean, the the only other thing I was thinking about, too, is like, what if the mascot you ever been like, what if the mascot you go in stadiums, dude, like seating's tight and stuff like that. He just like trips and kind of like goes into when he's going to pat a guy trips and then he's just throwing his power like. See, that I, happened. But the guy said he. <laughs> That Gritty got out of his chair, took a running start, and punched my son as hard as he could. Yeah. And I don't know, dude, because that the one thing I will say is Gritty is probably one of the most aggressive mascots I've ever seen in the stands, dude. Like, like he kind of throws hands, like, a little bit. But, like, to, the image of him, like, like a, a 35-year-old man or however old this mascot is, like, being in his head, like, all right, I'm just going to charge this kid, like – I don't know. I feel like someone would have saw that or, like, something would have happened, but it could have. I don't know. It's all it, It's just wild to me. Dale, I don't th- I don't know if you have anything on Gritty, but, like, nothing at all. If you have a 13-year-old kid and a mascot punches him in the back, like, what are you doing? I, I agree with your take. If you're the, you're the dad, you just got to fucking fuck up Gritty at you're that point. You're the dad, dude. Like, that's the thing. It's not like you're, like, the little brother – or, like, friend, like, maybe a friend group. Like, if, if Gritty punched you in the back, I'd be like, well, that's kind of funny. But, like, it's it's your kid. Yeah. Right? I this guess, dude. bananas thing. I, I couldn't believe that. I read it, and I thought it was fake. And then when it turned out that it was real, it was like, what is going on here? Kevin Hayes uh, tweeted out a picture of his face photoshopped on Gritty and said it was me. I'll, I'll pay the fine. I thought that was kind of funny. Classic Kevin Hayes getting involved in a story to be super popular. Um. Yeah, that's what we have on that. So NHL time, all-star game, all-star skills, all-star game, Green Day. We'll start with the skills comp. How you got a chance to check it out. You said you wrote down some notes. Um, we're just going to go one by one. Fastest skater at, at points in the night. I was getting texts from all my friends saying Chris Kreider might end up winning it. I guess Connor McDavid said that Kreider was a guy to beat. I was like, holy shit, I can't believe this is happening. Then literally 30 seconds later, it ended. Matthew Barzell ended up winning with 13.175 seconds. Guy can wheel. He has giant legs on him. Uh, what do you have on the fastest skater, Hal? Uh, yeah, I mean, you pretty much – I didn't really write much down for this one. It was interesting because Kreider went and he had a pretty good time, dude. Barzell smoked him. Like, I think the funniest thing about Barzell is he's out there and he's got his perfect hair, dude. And he's like, he's like the fastest skater in the league and he's cocky about it. And he was literally, like, benched, like, two weeks ago by trots. Like, yeah. kind of crazy to think about that, that this, like, elite player just got benched. But I don't know. I He's awesome. Uh, McDavid, I think McDavid had, like, one, like, very minor stumble. 
But he, the funny thing about him is he, like, looks so effortless in that. Do you know what I mean? Like, when he's turning a corner and gaining momentum, it looks like nothing. But, That's what uh, he's born to do, dude. Yeah. I don't know, dude. It was good. Um, Kreider looked all right. I don't know if that helps his stock. I feel like everyone already knew he was fast, right? Or do you think that, like <laughs> – You think when the Rangers are about to trade Kreider, like, yeah, but you don't understand. He's, like, third and fastest skater. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah he's gonna be like a guy's gonna be like i don't know about Kreider. he's gonna be like he's like a step behind mcdavid what are you talking about <laughs> just nose for nose and mcdavid dude yeah so i don't know dude that was pretty good the next one was like so the save streak i think i have a couple things on this um one jordan bennington showed dude. like as a bruins fan they started showing flashbacks to like the stanley cup finals like how hot he was like the crowd went nuts in st louis like it, it wasn't like I was mad about it. Like, it was a cool moment, but it just felt like deja vu. Like, St. Louis just stomping on my grave. So that was really tough. Um, the one thing I wrote down for this, two things, actually. One, I kind of like that, and I think I texted this to you guys, too. I kind of like that Eichel is really embracing how ugly his look is. Um, I don't know. I think now that he's getting a little bit older, it looks funnier, and I'm starting to like him a little bit more, strictly based on that. Two, Pacioretty was in that event, dude. His, like, slick back hair and his 5 o'clock shadow are so intense. That really threw me off. Um, three, Bertuzzi. So Bertuzzi in the shootout challenge scored two goals. He scored both times he shot. And both times he had his backwards hat on. He had, like, kind of like an old black eye, and he went five-hole and scored twice. Uh, I thought that was cool for Tyler Bertuzzi. I don't know. Did you see anything else on I think Tyler Bertuzzi is definitely a guy that I'd want to hang out with. Like, just, like, looking at him, I'd be like, yeah, I'd probably be friends with Tyler Bertuzzi. Like, he, he, I feel like he's a guy at the bar that's always, like, kind of starting shit, but it's, like, Tyler Bertuzzi, so you don't really fuck with him kind of deal. Um, the Hurdle thing was kind of like... What'd you have? I was... Oh, you wrote it down. So, Hurdle, Hurdle did, like, the Bieber mask thing. Um, it was kind of funny, dude, but it was also kind of, like, like, forced in a sense, you know what I mean? I don't know. Did you see that highlight? Yeah, it that was like I think he did it because Bennington and uh, Bieber were kind of going back and forth or whatever. I thought that was kind of funny. Like, yeah, it wasn't. I, that bad, I didn't hate that as much as everybody else did. Yeah, I do. I will say though, and I think. Oh wait, I don't know. Did you write down all the events? Yeah. No, you didn't. Did you? All right, yeah, we'll go on. Move on. Well, wait, no, wait, Dale, got... Dale has something, dude. Yeah, I was just a little indifferent on the save streak event. It just seemed to me that some players were trying, but other players were like, like I definitely saw Eichel just kind of shooting off his back foot. A lot of players missing the net. Um, I don't know. Do you have anything on that where it's kind of like it's a shootout, but it's not like they would shoot out in a real game? You know what yeah, I mean? Like they weren't trying to yeah, score. Yeah, exactly. It's like it's weird because it's all-star game. So like you're supposed to try to do cool shit, but like if they were really just trying to score, I think they would all just get to like the top of the fucking slot and just yeah. let one go, right? It just, yeah. just didn't, yeah. Uh, last thing I, I like. Yeah, I guess, dude, but at the same time, it's like that's what the event is. Like, that's actually, like, and I totally get what he's saying. It's kind of like, it's fake, but it's kind of, to me, like, if you're at the end of practice, like, on one of your teams, and you do a shootout, and you just try to do some stupid shit, like, it's kind of fun, dude. Like, it does, I agree it doesn't necessarily translate to, like, how cool it would be if they're going full blast, but I still I still really like that. Yeah. I, mean, I like how they flipped it to the goalie, too. Yeah, true. And uh, BizDev actually used to have that Jack Eichel haircut, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Very similar, right? So he had it before Jack Eichel had it. 
He stole it from me. He stole it from you, dude. All right. Uh, next one, accuracy shooting. Jacob Slavin, 9.505 seconds. I feel like that kind of a long time, almost 10 seconds to do the targets, or am I being an idiot? Got to be honest with you, dude. This is actually the one event that I did not watch. I think during this time, um, I was putting – I think I made like a like a DiGiorno-esque, like a Hannaford brand pizza in the oven that night. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, and I think I was cooking it at that point. I just heated up the stone. So I missed the, this event. All I have on it, though, is is it seems like the general public's take on this is it's stupid. Like, the targets are different now, and, like, they move around, and, like, you don't have to, like, break stuff to, like, get points. And, like, like and I, and I agree because the funny thing about this is I know the NHL to, like, shake it up, but I think consensus, everyone always loved, like, the plates like just oh, yeah you know, dude. one up the plates dude going four for four that was like the cool thing to do yeah and like everyone looked forward to it every year and like last year when Pasternak won they had them like rotating and people didn't really like that and instead of keeping it simple they went like further into the future keep it simple stupid also love the fact that you were heating up a pizza because that just screams morning skate dude <laughs> yeah yeah it was actually it was before we continue on this, I just want to say I um, I actually enjoyed watching the skills competition this year. I had nothing to do, and I had the apartment to myself, and I just kind of watched it and, like, bopped around the house. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> I, told, I, knew, I knew that was happening because I got a call from you, which never happens. And you're like, kid, skills comps on. I'm like, oh, God, you're home alone, aren't you? It's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that's um, all I have on that. Last the last thing on that said that it took Nico Heischer almost 20 seconds to do it, so – is he a bust? No, dude. I don't think. You're kidding, I, dude. I mean, like, yeah, but at the same time, like, if you're, it sucks for Nico Heeshear because I'm probably whatever. Who was the cap? I forget who the captain of his division was, but whoever it was was like, all right, Heeshear, you can like, you can try to like shoot. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, the thing nobody else wants to do. Yeah, so that's kind of tough, and when you're a first-time guy, you kind of got to do it. So. Well, we were talking about how like maybe Kreider's. Stock went up at the deadline. I think Heischer's went down after taking almost 20 seconds. Yeah. Um, also, yeah, he didn't hit his first target until his sixth shot. It's not a great look. Um, the elite women's three-on-three game. A lot of people were talking about this, how they just loved everything about it. Uh, Canada won two-on. Rebecca Johnston and Melody – oh, boy. Doust. Doust scored for Canada, while Hillary Knight, golden girl of the USA, scored uh, for the States. I guess it was three and three. I read some stuff that it was like pretty choppy. Uh, I don't think that's as much of a slight against like women's hockey. Maybe I don't know how much three on three they play. So that probably plays into it as well. Amanda Kessel had uh, an opportunity to tie it late. Can of corn glove saved by the Canadian goalie. What'd you have on the women three on three game? Yeah, I didn't think it was bad, dude. Um, I watched it. I mean, I thought they were pretty good. The other thing, too, I was thinking about is, like, a lot of them were, like, hanging out, like, watching the other events and stuff, and then you got to go play, like, three-on-three versus your rivals. That kind of sucks. Like, if I was one of those girls, and I bet you some of them, like, some of them had to have, like, boozed a little bit, like, because you know some of the guys are doing it, and, like, uh, I don't know. Like, it's kind of tough conditions for them. Uh, But I thought thought out of, like, all the stuff they do, like, trying to promote the women's game, I thought it's a pretty good idea. Um, And I think if, like... And I don't know what your thoughts would be on this, but I, I think a kind of different idea, too, now that they do this stuff on Saturday, like, if you can do it in the same weekend and just have, like, USA versus Canada play once a year, like, I think people can, like, kind of make it, like, a rivalry game, like, it's same weekend, like, it doesn't have to be the same day, like, it could be Sunday, like, the day after the All-Star game, but, like, still a part of it, and then... That'd be sick. 
Yeah. And it'd be like rivalry. Women's sports, boom, right there. Like that, I would, I would 1000% watch like a legitimate um, women's Canada USA game, kind of like an Olympic thing every year. That'd be sick. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know if they'd want to like expand to that. And they probably would have issues. But I was just thinking, like, not, it's not the worst idea having them play. Um, Yeah. It was good. I just have two other things on this. Uh, There was a picture taken with Amanda Kessel. It looked like she didn't have shin pads on. So maybe she has to hit the calf weight room. And then the second thing that I have on this, a lot of people are saying, oh, we need a league for the women, yada, yada, yada. Whether whether you think that's true or not true, I will say this. In terms of, like, social media presence, I think if there was a legitimate women's sports league, like, and I'm not trying to say WNBA isn't one, I find it hard to believe that hockey wouldn't be the most popular one. Just because of how many people are on Twitter saying how they fucking would absolutely live for this. Do you kind of get that, too? Like, if you were to create, like, the one women's, like, sports league, I think women's hockey would be way above all the other ones. Yeah. Well, I think some, like, some issues, too, are, like, internal. Like, the whole, like, how U.S. versus Canada, like, like playing. Like, this doesn't seem like they want to, like, join, like, forces sometimes. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, like, yeah, there's a lot of logistical errors. I get what you're saying with that. But still pretty cool. You got something? Yeah, I just got, just got one off the riff. So I'm reading an article about how to make the skills comp a little bit more interest. I'm going to throw out three ideas, and you guys are going to tell me which one you'd like to see added on. Go for it. All right, first one is Scoro. So it's the thing that me and Ryan did. You shoot from the red line, and you see them try to make it into the little hole. Okay. That's just – I'm not in to that. That's what you do for an intermission. I bet Hurricanes fans would love it, though. All right. Good segue. Uh, dodgeball. Oh my god, dude! I'm out on that too. I'm I'm definitely out on on the first one. Second one, I might be open to it depending on the situation. All right, third one is the fastest skaters relay. So like a a mix of short track speed skating and uh, the Red Bull crash ice. Like let's say like five laps around with five players. So. I'm out on the relay race handing sticks to people. No I don't sticks, think I no don't sticks. well I mean that's a relay race, dude, when you hand the baton, but maybe you hand a hockey stick. I'm out no, on that one. The, but you just mentioned crash ice, which is completely something separate. That would be a cool all star game activity. None of the players would be able to do it because the people would get hurt and shit, but maybe you like bring some guys up from the East Coast League and like let them rip. <laughs> yeah, it wouldn't be a bad idea. Or if they just set up an event outside the all star game and it like got on TV, like yeah. They should just, like, do, a, like, an event and, like, have, like, former players play. That would be cool. The other thing I was thinking about, too, is, you know that, like, this would be dumb, but you know that, like, soccer game they play before they, like, warm-ups yeah. and stuff like that? Yeah. Like, the one-touch, like, maybe just have them, like, play that. Oh, so a half hour of just us watching <laughs> NHL players struggle <laughs> with soccer ball? That gets going, buddy? Yeah, I would probably watch it. I bet you it'd last, like, 15 minutes. All right, well, maybe. <laughs> we'll see. Moving on, hardest shot. Shea Weber wins again, 106.5 miles an hour. That's crazy. I thought this was kind of cool. They brought out Al McKinnis, who's known for his slap shot. Pretty sure he had a wooden stick, and 100.4 miles per hour at the age of 56. Do you think that was real? I don't know, dude. Cool. The, part of me does, but part of me also thinks. When I was watching the slap shot competition, because I did watch it, the um, as soon as the shot hit like hit the net, the thing like the radar went off like this. And if you watch Al McGinnis, there's like a there's like a second delay. So does that mean it did happen or didn't happen? 
it would lead one to think that it possibly didn't happen. But I don't know. I mean, looking at the contact he made, it was pretty good. Like, every now and then you hear of, like, a 45-year-old, like, former minor league, pitch, minor league pitcher throwing, like, 90, like, at, like, a carnival. You know what I mean? Like, every now and then you still have a little juice left. Like, if you can't, like, when, you walk, when you're 15 years older from now and you're, like, at, like, a minor league baseball game and you see that radar gun, dude, are you going to, are you going to try? I could probably hit 68 on the black, dude. Yeah, in 15 years. Probably. So I think you hitting 68, hitting 68 at 43 is the same as Al McGinnis being able to shoot 100 miles an hour at 50 something. You're it could happen. It could. Happen. I don't know. It, I'm 50 50 on it, but I'm trying to be optimistic about it. Okay. Uh, actually, this is kind of cool. Dale just pulled this up. Al McGinnis, St. Louis Blues, White Sherwood game use stick autograph, starting bid seventy five dollars, up to two hundred and thirty five at GameWarnAuctions.net. boy. Um, shooting stars. Oh, Al. really quick. Yeah. Really quick, I just wanted to say the Boston Bruins need to stop tweeting out that Sedano Chara survived another year of his slap shot record. It's like, act like you've been there before. Act like Shea Weber is going to beat Chara's record this year. Like, give me a break. I just don't need that out of my own. Eight? What? Is it 108? Something like that, yeah. Shea Weber's 106.5 was huge, dude. And I think Car- Carlson hit the same exact numbers last year, or like just over. He's got a cannon. Yeah, 104.5, he finished second. That's crazy, man. I can't even imagine pretending to get in front of that shot. <laughs> Not much. Uh, and I think the last one, shooting stars. Patty Kane had 22 points, two in the tiebreaker. Ryan O'Reilly, the guy who fell out of love with hockey and back into it, shows up the Kansas City Chiefs helmet on. Everybody loves Ryan O'Reilly now. This is great. I'm sure people in Buffalo still fucking hate him. Uh, he brought up Brett Hull. And Brett Hull just let one fly. I thought that was kind of funny. Uh, what did you have on the shooting stars? I don't I don't particularly care for it, but maybe that's just kind of a traditionalist okay boomer. Yeah, I so part of me, so Pasta was in it, so I watched the whole thing. Um, I didn't hate it, dude. There's a few things I have on it. One, like them like walking in the crowd, giving everyone high fives. I didn't really enjoy that. The like, I don't know. It was kind of weird. It was, like, very – it was very, like, staged. But I thought the event itself was kind of interesting. Um, the only beef I have with it is they have, like, ten tar- – like, the six or seven targets or whatever on the ice. All the hard targets to hit are two or four points. And then there's this huge basket in the middle that's worth ten points. It's like, is shouldn't the easiest one to hit be worth the least amount of points? The only reason they set that up that way maybe is because – they thought nobody was going to be able to get any of them. Well, they, it was pretty hard, dude. Like, guys didn't really do that well. Um, I think it was Hillary Knight's song one cheated pretty good. Um, I don't know. It was all right. The Kachuk brothers won, and, and this was a crazy one to me. Uh, Matt Kachuk, like, dude loves to stir the pot. Like, him, and I know this isn't stirring the pot, this is pandering, but him taking off his jersey and having on a Yaddy or Molina cardinals jersey underneath dude like i don't know about you and maybe this is just an outsider's perspective but one of the most annoying like athletes on a on a franchise to me is yadi or molina on the on the st louis cardinals like i don't like that combo like that so so many tattoos weren't there like three different brothers that were all in the major leagues it was like yadier benji wasn't benji one of them and then i don't know about the other one and they all and all they said it was they're the best defensive catchers ever yeah yeah, so is that one guy with the last name Perez. The guy can't hit for shit, dude. Yeah, and then the other thing, too, is they had Kachuk take a shot. Uh, the dad 
which was cool, but, like, he didn't hit it, and that was probably, like, a tough position. Like, like I, I couldn't really tell if his son just made him do it or if it was staged, but, like, he kind of seemed rattled that he had to take a shot, so that was tough, too. I You just mentioned Kachuk. I didn't put this down. I thought this was really funny. They were interviewed, and they asked all the brothers who out of the brothers was going to get married first, yeah. and uh, Brady said Matt, and Matt and Keith said Brady, and then Keith said, Brady's going to get married first, but don't worry, Matthew is in love. He's just in love with himself. I thought that was kind of a funny fucking line. Just like, yep, that's Matt Kachuk right there. And, and you yeah. know. That's awesome, dude. And then one more thing on this competition, too. The very start of it, David Prawn, act like you've been there before, dude. So so they were, like, introducing the thing, and then all of a sudden the announcers are like, oh, and the event's begun, and it just shows David Prawn just, like, taking shots. He took two shots. The event hadn't started yet. The guy hadn't come over and, like, introduced it to the crowd. <laughs> so they stopped him, dude, and then they were like, all right, and welcome to our next event, and they gave him two more pucks. He didn't hit on those two shots, and then they gave him two more pucks, dude. It was bogus. That's classic, like, I'm going to get a couple of fucking uh, practice ones in here first. And, and, uh, yeah, that's that's gutless. But, like, I feel like they had to have been like, all right, David, like, we'll tell you when to start shooting. You know what I mean? David probably couldn't see it with his tin advisor, dude. <laughs> there are no visors on. That's all I have. I, I would rate, and people might think this is high, dude, I would actually rate the All-Star Skills Competition this year an 8 out of 10. No shit, dude. Okay, that's that's a pretty good rating, especially from you, because I feel like you're you're critical about stuff like this. Yeah, I think accuracy shooting needs to be fixed, um, and then everything else I'm pretty much okay with. Did uh, did Kendall Coyne Schofield do the fastest skater? Do you know? Ah, uh, yeah, she did. I don't remember how she did. I think she did pretty well though. Okay, alrighty. Well, that was the skills comp, and now we're gonna move into the All Star game, which oh boy, um. See if I can remember this. The Atlantic beat the Metro, the Pacific beat the Central, and the Pacific beat Atlantic. Did I get that? Yes. Nailed it. I love it. Uh, Pasta won All-Star MVP, so go on your rant about how sweet Pasta is. I don't really have much of a rant. He's, I don't know, he's a good hockey player, dude. He's got 37 goals this year, which means he'd be on pace for like 59. Um, I, I don't think he's going to hit 59, but I think he's easily going to hit 50. Um, he's awesome, dude. He's such a guy. He's an unbelievable <laughs> hockey player. I don't really know how else to say it. He had a couple great goals, like forehand, backhand, forehand, or whatever he did. Um, yeah, he played well. I guess there was, there was like one of the goals that was memorable was, uh, Kachuk had a sick pass to, Ka- uh, not Cassian, to, uh, Dreisaitl, and they scored, and then they just acted like they didn't score because they hate each other, and I guess there was some drama about that. I don't know if you saw that or not, but... Um, yeah so the pacific wins it went a million bucks i think that's kind of all we got for the all-star game is there anything else about the all-star game i heard it was like pretty shitty like people weren't really trying or anything like that yeah i mean i know i know it's a former ranger that you don't care about but i think anthony duclair scoring a hat trick is kind of crazy like anthony duclair scored a hat trick in the all-star game like talk about a crazy like do you know what i mean like i don't know what you think on this and like when he came to the rangers I think you guys were kind of pumped. Some people were pumped. And he, like, I think he showed, like, a, didn't he show a really good flash first and then kind of fade away? Yeah, he was, he was, he was supposed to be sick. He got traded. He was in that Yandel deal. So he was supposed to be pretty good. Had a first uh, good couple and uh good couple games or whatever. And then he went to Arizona and he kind of faded off. And then I think he went to Columbus and Torch said that he wasn't going to be a pro. And then the next year he's an all-star. So that's, that's just sometimes how it goes. What do you think? What do you think he's, 
do you think he'll get dealt at the deadline, or do you think he's going to try to stay with Ottawa? Uh, I don't know what Ottawa's thinking, but if I was Duclair, I'd probably just want to stay there, dude. Like, you're kind of thriving in that environment, right? Like, why would you want to go somewhere else where you've kind of been up and down, and it seems like you finally found a good fit? Yeah, that's true. If you think, I didn't really think about it like that because you're right. If he's coming up against a payday and he goes somewhere for the playoffs and he doesn't do well and he ends up like benched again, then like that huge contract that he was probably going to get won't be as big. Yeah, I, that would be. I would want to stay wherever I was producing the most. There. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, and then lastly, this I guess this was like the biggest headline of of the All Star break or whatever. Green Day throwing out f bombs during the during their uh, performance. I thought this was pretty funny. Gary Bettman was definitely shitting his pants when this was going on. They signed a two-year contract with Green Day. They even said how excited about the opportunity, the energy matches, how hockey players play hockey, all this stuff. And then Green Day goes out and just starts saying fuck every two seconds. Uh, what did you have on Green Day just kind of going against the green, dude? Can, I, can you go first? I just want to look something up really quick. What do you got? I mean, it's kind of weird. I, t- I tweeted out. Let me find what it was. Uh Give me two seconds. Gary Bettman, 1,000% shit his pants in his defense. I don't think any of us would have thought Green Day would have been screaming fuck a billion times on live TV during an NHL All-Star game in the year 2020. You want to believe how many responses I got? That said, can, you read Noah, can you please read Noah Whiteside's response? Yeah, I will. I will. But I don't I don't think you would believe how many responses I got that was like, well, you clearly don't know Green Day. Like, since when did Green Day become like the guys just say fuck all the time? Like, that was kind of weird. I did retweet this one from our boy Noah Whiteside. Uh, he's in a band called Cookbag. Check him out. Uh, <laughs> he tweeted, punk rock isn't dead. It's just old and chalked with eyeliner. I thought that, I thought that was an A-plus tweet by him. Uh, yeah, I, I just got to say, though, at the same time, like I get everything you're saying, but I think I think that tweet right there basically says it all, dude. Like I know, I know you're like kind of surprised that people are like coming at you for that, but like – Green Day does, like, I feel like it's, like, they're so washed up and Whiteside's right with the eyeliner and everything, but they are, like, punk rock's beginning, kind of, like, into the 90s. Yeah. They said fuck a lot. It's not that surprising. It's kind of surprising, but your tweet, people getting mad at your tweet are dumb. I'm just saying that Green Day is kind of, they are wild cards. Yeah, and I even wrote a blog about it where I said, like, Hey, NHL, like, maybe you don't sign a partnership with, like, a band that, like, grew up going to the skate park because they hated, like, their parents. Like, Green Day, Blink-182, Good Charlotte, those are all the bands that you listen to when you're young. And when you're younger, like, you go through this, like, stage where you just hate everyone and everything. And, like, that's what you turn on. And, like, you know, fuck the establishment, fuck the government, fuck the man. And that was, like, a band. So the fact that they came out and just started, like, dropping F-bombs every two seconds really isn't that surprising. I thought it was just surprising that, like, it's – 2020 and green day is doing it on an nhl all-star game that was the most surprising thing for me the other thing i wanted to say dude out of if if the nhl is actually mad at this they are dumb because out of all of the nhl all-star game live performances in the last decade i'd argue this is the best press they've had yeah oh yeah like it was no one's saying it was a stinker dude they're just saying it was edgy yeah and like (laughs) i I, I don't know. I feel like a lot of people get upset with like the whole women like not being uh, broadcasted as well or whatever. But I haven't seen as many shitty things said about that as normal. So I guess they like made everybody pretty happy with what they had. Yeah, I thought I thought it was a pretty good production, and I think yeah, Green Day was a positive. What yeah, Dale, Dale, Dale wants me to let you guys know that Gary Bettman's an American idiot, dude. <laughs> All right. 
Why couldn't he say that himself? Why was he so scared? I don't know. Probably because he's living in a boulevard of broken dreams, dude. Wake me up when September ends. All right, that's NHL news. Uh, Rangers-Bruins talk. Here we go, Rangers. Chris Kreider, I thought this was hilarious. That uh, I think you were the one who sent me this. Uh, He stick-handled past the goal line in the shootout. Yeah, didn't even get a shot off. That is just classic Chris Kreider going off sides, like not, not, like not doing that. I uh, one of my buddies, I asked him if he was going to win the fastest skater. He said not a shot unless Carey Price is at the end where he can run into him. I thought that was funny. Um, Forever blue shirts. Uh, he came on the pot a while ago. He tweeted this out. Chris Kreider finished the All Star game with no points, but led all Metro skaters in time on ice with seven minutes and forty five seconds. Thank you for the time on ice analytics. Appreciate that. Uh, last thing on the Rangers, Leas Anderson has been loaned to HV71 in the Swedish Hockey League. Uh, he's off the couch. He's on the ice. Get the trade value up and get this guy out of my life for good. So that's what I have on the Rangers. What do you have on your Bruins? Unless you have any questions for me Rangers-related, I'm willing to take them. Yeah, two. Uh, with Chris Kreider, uh, the time on ice is funny because you got to think like he was taking long shifts for sure. So that kind of adds up like – I can see that guy loving long shifts in all-star games. Like, beer league, can you imagine playing on Chris Kreider's beer league team? He'd go off, like, three times. Well, that and just, like, <laughs> that's just such a weird stat to throw out, dude. Like, I love it, dude. He didn't have any points, but he was on the ice the most out of everybody. That's what I, I'm loving it, dude. That's Rangers hockey, dude. Hashtag play like a New Yorker. Yeah. Lies Anderson, dude. Um, I know you have a lot of beef with him, too, but my, my question for you is, I mean, best-case scenario is that he goes to this team and absolutely lights it up. Yep, lights it up, and then gets out of my life. That would be ideal. I don't want him playing for the Rangers anymore. All right. So, do well. Do what you need to do to get out of here. What do you have on the Bruins? I see that you have, uh, wow, an old-time line ran down. I can't wait to see yeah. your thoughts Dude, on this. This was, uh, I think this got tweeted out, like, Friday night. It was, yeah, like, Friday morning, uh, all-star break. You see Lucci hanging out with Horton. He tweets out a picture, automatically gets you going, and then, like. Oh, that's who that was when he's, like, reunited with my brother? Yeah, that was Nathan Horton, dude. Just thought that was actually his brother. No shit. Okay. Yeah. And then later on the night, it was Lucci, Horton, Krejci. So the fact that David Krejci uh, on his All Star break decided to go hang out with Lucci and Horton, like that's that's awesome, sick, right? dude. Like that line was so good. I just wanted to shout out that line, like because at the end of the day, like Pasternak, Bergeron, Marchand is so special, and they are so skilled, dude. Uh, and they're probably going to be considered like the best line, like maybe in Bruins history. But, like, you can never forget about the Krejci, Horton, Lucic line. Even though Bergeron scored the game in overtime against, uh, fuck, against uh, the Leafs when they came back in Game 7 or whatever, Lucic, Horton, Krejci, like, scored, like, three goals in the third period to tie it, like, all over it. Um, 2011 playoff run, like, Lucic, Horton, Krejci. Never forget Nathan Horton opening the water bottle with the, the Boston ice, dude, and pouring it on for the game. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it was Boston just, people are so fucking Boston, dude. Like, yeah. oh, we brought the we brought the Boston ice to Vancouver. Yeah. All right. I don't know, man. I just I love that line. I just thought that was cool, so I wanted to give them a shout out. That's all I have. Do you think that they? Uh, I'm not gonna ask. All right, I thought all no, that is cool. Like, I don't know. If if I had a picture of like Yager hanging out with Strock and Nylander, I'd be pretty pumped up, dude. And the funniest. So listen to this. You got to look it up. Um. Lucic and Horton, I was, after that, I was looking at YouTube videos, and there's this compilation, and it's, like, a simple plan song about, like, being friends, and, like, the whole video is just, like, Nathan Horton, like, punching somebody in the face, and then the next chef, Milan Lucic, fighting him. Oh, <laughs> 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 I 
<laughs> it's unbelievable. So if you ever have a chance, look it up. The music makes it even funnier. And Nathan Horton, he's married to a Playboy model, isn't he? Correct, yeah. Attaboy, Hortz. All right. Uh, here we go. Beer League Roundup. Oh, we got a couple of Beer League Roundups. Uh, going. Is this you, How? Is this sitting still. Oh, okay. <laughs> this is the time. Here we go. So, uh, yeah, fe- feeling pretty good. Right? We got the Sunday skate, uh, my typical skate. Uh, I scored five goals to assist. was feeling really good on my feet. Led into Tuesday night where I had my skate down in uh, the actual league I'm in, down in uh, Albany. Did not play so hot. You know, still trying to develop chemistry with my line mates. So that was a little rough. But moral of the story goes in hockey and in life, you can't get too high and you can't get too low. Because I think I feel like I went into Tuesday night's game a little too high. Okay. All right. How'd you do? Did you any points Tuesday night or no? I had like a secondary assist. Okay. All right. Secondary. I like, dude. Sometimes in beer league, I'll be like snapping the puck around and like having a nice like skate. And then I'll like I'll come in the next week and be like, oh, dude, everything's gonna be perfect. And then like first shift, I realize I have like no gas. I can't hit a pass. Like I, my legs don't want to move. And it's like, whoa, like that was that was an anomaly. That wasn't like how good of a, that's not like indicative of how you can play. That was just a very good night. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. I, I can't tell you how many times that beer league so weird, dude. You exactly. You could have just an absolute fucking unreal night and you're feeling good and you can't wait. Right. Like you yeah. can't wait to get back on the ice because you're like, OK, I'm going to ride this wave and you get there and it's like, what the fuck happened? Yeah. Like, like where did this go? And no offense, Dale, dude, but, like, would you say in your beer league career you have averaged five goals a game? Because I would say you have not. Absolutely not. That was, like, the best game. That was the best time I stepped yeah. out of the ice in, like, the past year or two. I felt so good, and I was so pumped to play Tuesday. Yeah. Hey, well, at least you have that night to remember forever. I don't – I don't, I don't have anything else. I don't have anything this week. Do you? No, I – I mean, I played in a game like two weeks ago. We didn't have hockey this week. We have hockey this week – or last week. We have hockey this week, though, so I'm pretty pumped up about that. Oh, yeah. Um, but, all right, guys, but now we're going to hop into our Patty V Hotline brought to you by Lyra Sports. Take away, Pat. Hey, this is the Patty V Hotline brought to you by the Morning Skate. All right, thanks, Pat. Here we go. We got a voicemail from Patty V, and here it is. Hey, Morning Skate, Patty V here. All right, I got a question. So in wake of the All-Star Weekend, which I thought was pretty cool, um, for the three-on-three Jamboree um, tournament, which celebrity would you like to have on your bench? All right, later, guys. Bye. All right, guys. So what celebrity would you want on your bench for that three-on-three? Who's going first? Kyle, take it away. Yeah, so last week after our technical difficulties, we had a good radio or a voicemail, right, where some guy asked us to do like a a celebrity all-star lineup. Um, And one guy that was was brought up um, from one of those movies, Keanu Reeves, um, was a goalie in Youngblood. We've talked about his stories about playing roller hockey in the neighborhood before and how he like plays beer league and just a hockey guy, dude. I think I would just like to see – uh, him out on the ice or on the bench. So I think that would be my guy. Also, what would he be dressed in, dude? Would he be dressed like John Wick? Like all yeah, black? Yeah, I, I was hoping like a very sharp suit and maybe a fedora. Oh, okay. <laughs> so no, no, I take that back, dude. His hair needs to be shown. Yeah, I, my Keanu Reeves would be like all black suit, black shirt, <laughs> black tie, black hair, black shoes, 
and his hair's just like super long and just like inc- like he just got out of the shower and he didn't even comb it. It's just like in his face, just like hanging down. That's what I would want my kid. Yeah, dude. I don't know why I was so quick to jump on putting him in a fedora. <laughs> I don't want to mention though, like a month or so ago, I think it was the college football playoffs at halftime. I flipped like TBS or TNT. Uh, and the replacements was on. I think that is You're one welcome. of the funniest sports movies. Yeah, man. I, I was watching the same thing. It was a couple weeks ago. And uh, I honestly know, like, as a 10-year-old kid, dude, when Shane Falco came out of the tunnel at halftime and then, like, made out with the cheerleader and then brought the generals back, dude, I thought that was the coolest thing as a 10-year-old. And I just, like, I was watching that scene as an adult. I was like, damn. Like, <laughs> I so did it, you know? <laughs> Cheerleader's pretty hot, too, dude. Yeah, she owns that bar, dude. She's got that nice bar. Like, she's got yeah. a sad story. And she, Dad loves football. It's a great movie. It is. There's so many storylines. It's just, it's perfect. Uh, Dale, what do you have, dude? Yeah, so I got Tim Riggins, dude. Taylor Kitsch, born in Kelowna, British Columbia. He, uh, he played junior hockey, played for the Langley Hornets, British Columbia Hockey League, seven goals, 16 assists, ended up uh tearing his knee or doing something with his knee and then he transitioned into into acting but tim reagan's got the flow on the bench i also have an honorable mention i was just looking up like celebrities who played hockey paris hilton canterbury yeah paris hilton uh one of her teammates former teammate told the media she wasn't a particularly good skater and spent more of her concentration on trying to stand up so, uh, just a fun fact dude, there. mean girls, dude. I love that Riggins has a hockey DB page. Yeah, it's kind of cool. I don't care, dude. Every time Riggins gets brought up, dude, I just have to remind the listeners, I am anti-Riggins, pro-Billingsley. I would take Billingsley as my fullback any day of the week. I just have to, that's my thing I had to say. Get off my chest. I really wish that there was a way that we could just match those guys up and, like, actually have a real-life battle. And just sucks that it can never happen. Well, dude, honestly, I wish we could just match, like, the actors up. I would I would take that. Are you saying you should get the actual Billingsley from real life to get, to line up against the no, actors? No, I, I meant I, – no. <laughs> no, I meant the actors. Get him in pads do an Oklahoma drill. I bet you Riggins beats the shit out of Billingsley in a, in a, in a fucking Oklahoma drill real life. Because Billingsley – He's been in quite a few movies, and he, his weight fluctuates, dude. So you never really know what, what Billingsley's going to come in at, dude. Is he going to come at Billingsley in Friday Night Lights, or is he going to come at Billingsley in Four Brothers? Because if he comes at in Four Brothers, Riggins is going to eat him alive. Here's the thing, dude. You can argue you can argue that all day, but the character in Four Brothers, dude, he was still ride or die, dude. He was kind of scared about it, but he still – he I mean, he took a bullet for the boys. Yeah, it is, but he also died, so, like, <laughs> he didn't have a lot of fight in him. That's crazy. I always forget that Billingsley's the same, the same guy from Four Brothers. Would you argue that Four Brothers is Mark Wahlberg's best movie? Um, it's up there, dude. I love Four. You and I share like this Four Brothers thing. Like, I don't even know how it happened. I think you like you came over one night and or Four Brothers was on. I was like, yeah, we're watching this, and just it's awesome, dude. It has Tyrese in it, dude. It has the guy from Outcast, Andre 3000. The mom from uh, Modern Family. The mom from Modern Family getting banged on top of a washer and dryer, dude. Like, it's pretty crazy, dude. It has everything in it. Mark Wahlberg, Marky Mark. I'm going to go with, uh, you guys know me. I like winning. I, I hate losing. How's <laughs> laughing? Uh, I'm going to go with Al Pacino, dude. And I went with him because it'd be kind of cool to have him. He's a little bit older, behind the bench. I don't think he'd say much, but 
I think he would say a lot in the locker room, dude, that hockey's a game of inches, dude. And it's uh, whoever wants it more, give me the the uh, any given Sunday speech, and there's no way my all-star team loses. So I'm going to go, do you like Pacino? Are you a Pacino guy? I like Pacino, dude, but I'm not, I'm not a huge any given Sunday guy, which is kind of surprising because I feel like that movie should be right up my alley. But Dude, that movie's unbelievable. You really don't like that movie, dude? I don't think it's like top ten in my sports movies. Demon Beeman, dude? LL Cool J? Lawrence Taylor's in that movie, dude. LT was, I mean, like... Don't you even start talking shit about LT, dude. He's probably the greatest NFL football player of all time. (laughs) How many LT snaps did you watch, dude? LT would eat Tom Brady for breakfast. (laughs) Alright, dude. Fact, dude. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I'm a big LT guy, but... Alright, thanks for the voicemail, Pat. (laughs) If you have any more voicemail, send them in. 518-309-2595. It's 518-309-2595. Leave us a voicemail. Let's get these voicemails uh, popping. All right, moving on. Uh, Dominic Moore's Heroes and Zeros. This one's also brought to you by Wild Sports. They all are. So uh, take it away, Dommy. Hey, fans. This is Dominic Moore. I'm just going to take you guys through a little bit of the the behind-the-scenes stuff here. All right, thanks, Dom. A-plus. Heroes and Zeros time. I'm just going to do my Heroes and Zeros right away. Uh, my hero of the week goes to Gunner, the mascot of the Adirondack Thunder. Uh, I was talking to him about the podcast. I show him the podcast. I uh, show him the intro because Gunner, every once in a while, he'll come out and he'll do the national anthem on his guitar. I was actually talking to him. I'm like, when are you going to do that? And he goes, he goes, St. Patrick's Day. They only have me for the big games. So I thought that was kind of cool. Uh, he said he'd be willing to do a new intro song for the Morning Skate podcast. I think that'd be pretty cool. Um so hopefully we get that going. Hal, what what do you need in an intro song? Attaboy. Okay, my uh, zero of the what week. Do you want me? What do you want? An intro song? You want me to just pick an intro song? No, off the what do you song? want in an intro song? Like, what makes an intro song? Like when the beat drops, maybe? Yeah, but like he said that he can play any instrument, dude. He's, he's, a, he's the Swiss Army knife. So uh, let's describe instruments. Like, are you talking like... Just guitar, or are we talking Electric like... Electric guitar, oh. drums. He made it sound like he could play any instrument ever. <laughs> we should get like him to do like a xylophone. I don't think... Come on, dude. Let's be so, serious about this. So I, I was thinking like an electric guitar like that Jimi Hendrix. Uh, you know, he does the... National anthem? Yeah. Well, like I was not... It doesn't have to be that exactly, but like something like that. Yeah. Do you remember those instruments in music class that looked like ducks and like you, they were wood and you'd like scrape like a wood thing up and back on them and make oh, like he's probably got those, dude. <laughs> I mean, if we can mix a couple of those in there. Yeah, I do. I just I think we need a couple air horns that uh, DJ Zumi added. The... You know what I'm a big fan of, dude? Is like light cymbals. <laughs> I just you know sometimes I wish you'd take the podcast a little bit more serious, Hal. Okay, xylophone and light cymbal action, dude. Yeah, what duck thing? Play the harp. Maybe a recorder. Oh man, hot cross buns this bitch, dude. <laughs> That'd be sick. Uh, my zero of the week goes to pigeons. After the Thunder game, I walked out to my truck. I parked underneath the tree, and I'm looking at my truck, and it's covered in white stuff. I'm like, what the fuck's going on? I look up, and there's a branch directly over my tree, and there must have been 70 different pigeons in in this tree, just absolutely taking giant dumps on my truck dude it was disgusting i almost vomited i almost couldn't even get into my truck that's how much bird shit was on this thing so i had to rush to a a car wash get that done so zero of the week goes to pigeons uh hockey pigeons as well as real life pigeons so hero and zero boom those are mine you guys are up 
How? Like, did you, here's my question. Did you take a photo of it, dude? No. I was so disgusted. Like, I'm not kidding you when I said that I almost, like, vomited. How much? So where was, like, the main amount of, of poop? Everywhere. It wasn't just in, like, one spot of the truck. The entire truck was covered in bird shit. What about, like, was your bed open or do you have, like... I don't have a tunnel cover, so, yeah, there was some shit in there, too. <laughs> it was disgusting, dude. Like, it... It, it looked like somebody pranked me. Like, it looked like somebody grabbed, like, 100 pigeons, just squeezed them really hard, just get them to shit everywhere. It was disgusting. Gross. Yeah, dude. All right. What about you, bud? Yeah, I, uh, my hero of the week, just going to give a quick shout-out because I actually watched this game along with skills competition. UMaine Hockey, dude. So, so I haven't followed UMaine much this year. Like, I'm a very casual fan, but I, I checked it out. They were on TV. They are playing Boston College, who's number five in the country. They're like two points out of making the Hockey East playoffs. They have two, three more series. So they have this series with BC, and then they're playing the two worst teams in the conference after that. So if they win those games, they could. But they actually they went into BC, who I said was four in the country, or five in the country, and they swept them. They beat them twice in overtime. I'm just pumped about that, dude. Like, I hate Boston College hockey. I think Boston College is my least favorite college hockey program. I'm a Boston fan, but, like, it just seems so, like, pompous, dude. I don't know how else to describe Boston college hockey, but it just, like, they just seem like, like, they like to sniff their own farts. Really? You get that five years? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. So I just feel like when a public school like UMaine goes in there and they kind of suck and they sweep them, that was nice. Because um, that's a team that, that's not really expected to sweep them either. You exactly. know I mean? Yeah. And then yeah. – Really quick on UMaine, too, just to shout this one out there. Uh, their captain is, like, Mitchell Fossier. He's a he's a center. Um, he's from Georgia. He's their captain. He's a senior. I think he's undrafted. And if not, he's, he's got drafted late somewhere. But he could be a free agent this year. I mean, he's a pretty good player. He's smart. Um, I don't know. He has good vision. He's one of those guys that thinks the game at the next level. I just don't know if he'll actually be a good NHL player. But I think that's a name you'll hear. Zero of the week. Uh, is the all-star break like this podcast was kind of tough like the all-star game I said it was good like I did enjoy the overall festivities but at the same time I just want the regular season to get back going so that's that's that it was the worst dude it was it I hate not being able to watch the Rangers for a substantial amount of time um however I have a question for you if you could cancel every all-star break ever just to have NHL players come back and play the Olympics would you do it yeah probably yeah I don't I wouldn't mind doing that. It would make sense. Gary Bettman said that every four, every however many years, taking two weeks off is too disruptive. But like, how is it any different? Pretty much taking a week off for the All Star Game every year. It's not, dude. That's what I'm saying. I mean, I guess it's a little bit. I think two weeks compared to like four days is a little bit different. Like, you got to admit that. But um, yeah, I mean, it seems like it's something that's possible. That. The bottom line is the NHL did it for, like, years. like So it's not like they can't do it because they've done it. Yeah. They just don't want them. So. Dude, and there's nothing better than when it's Olympic. Like, I love Olympic time because that's that's the best time to not have, like, not be watching a Netflix show or, like, your show just came off and you're like, what do I watch? Oh, shit, it's 11 o'clock. Let's see what's going on in the Olympics right now. And, like, there's figure skaters doing, like, I don't know, like, five spinning axles. Dale still thinks that he could be one of them. But I just – I don't know. I love the Olympics, and it's way better when, when the players are in there. So that's kind of what I have on it. The, the one thing about the Olympics, though, is the best time for the Olympics is, like, when you're in college because you have nothing to do and you can watch yes. all of it. But when you're an adult, dude, it kind of sucks because, like, you can't, like, be like, I'm not coming in. Like, 
every morning for the next like week because USA is playing. I missed so many college classes at Siena when the Olympics were on. It was crazy. Yeah. Like, I, I you were there, but you weren't there. <laughs> yeah, like, I went to I went to EO Dubs's room for pretty much every. Do you remember the game? I think it was Latvia Canada, and they lost three one, but it was like one one forever. And they they blocked like a hundred shots, and like Santis Ozelinch, I think, was fucking crushing it. I just remember being like, holy shit, like Canada might lose this game. Like that was cool. I remember skipping like a class for uh, I think the U.S. Canada game. I remember driving. Do you remember that mobile next to Siena yeah. where you take a left? Like that really like kind of piece of shit mobile. Yeah. I remember just going there, getting beers for the boys. Like, oh man, the Olympics were sick. They were really cool. <laughs> beers for the boys. I'm pretty sure I was there the night USA lost in that Olympics. Yeah, pretty probably. sure we watched that. Um, yeah, that yeah, that was the night that the, the remember we hung out with the rugby house. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Uh, I don't remember that, but uh. We got yelled at by that one, like, fraternity sorority that isn't a fraternity or sorority. They're just, like, a bunch of really smart kids. DSP. Yeah, they're like, yeah, yeah, we're in a, we're in a fraternity. No, you're not, dude. Like, you guys are – you're studying. Like, that's what you do. It's fraternity. Yeah, like, cool. All right. The Olympics are on. Um, yeah. But, yeah, so that's that's what – yeah. Okay. Good one. Dale. <laughs> so uh, my hero of the week goes to my buddy Regan, invited me down for the Union RPI Mayor's Cup game. He had a suite through his company, Merrill Lynch, shout out. Uh, suite was awesome. They had a ton of chicken tenders, pizza. You know, it was just fun to uh, go to the Times Union Center, sit in the suite, watch the game. My segueing into my zero, my zero is shootouts um, in college hockey. I know... I know it's they normally don't even have a shootout. Um, I was reading up a little bit on it. The Hockey East, ECAC, and the Atlantic. No, I'm wrong. Um, the National College Hockey Association and the Western College Hockey Association used to have a three-on-three after a five-on-five overtime. Um, that's no longer. This wasn't even an ECAC game, so it was... Um, they weren't playing for points. They were just playing for the trophy. But basically, the game was so tight. It was a really good game, probably the best game I saw all year. Back and forth, really hard played in the third, and then it went into a shootout, which shootouts are cool, but like I just totally would have preferred to see that game go go regulation or you know go five on five for the rest. But that's all I got there. Do you remember a couple of years ago, the Mayor's Cup, that the RPI and Union coach like legitimately got in a fist fight? Yeah. Just bench clearing, bro. That yeah. was crazy at the end of the game. I missed that Union RPI rivalry. Um, uh, I just want to say, dude, if if Dale if Dale wants to be called BizDev on this podcast, I think it's a little suspect, dude, that he just gave out free advertisement to Merrill Lynch, dude. They don't pay our bills. Like, you're the last person I thought that would be doing this on this podcast. I thought maybe me or Ked would slip, but I, I just feel like um, if you want to be BizDev, dude, no free ads. Not only that, dude, we're no, we're a Northwest Mutual podcast and not so much a Merrill Lynch podcast so I don't know where that came from I want to clarify I don't I don't get monetary incentive to say something like that well, that's cool now everybody knows who Merrill Lynch is dude so <laughs> I think they already do uh, do you have a zero that was your zero do you have a hero I'm he- very confused hero was my friend Regan for bringing me to the game but you have something different here I do I changed up last okay week. so okay my bad I was I was a little confused um all right, so that was Heroes and Zeros time. I love it. All right, moving on. And now we are going to go into our last segment, Three Stars of the Week. All right, Jim and Mike, thanks very kindly. A nice weekend for you. As always, our three-star selectors are stars of the hockey scene wherever we go on Rogers' hometown hockey. <laughs> I'm sorry, dude. Sometimes 
Sometimes I feel like I'm just mean to Dale, and I don't mean to be <laughs> like, like I, whatever, dude. Come on, dude. It'll be all right, dude. You all right? I'm ready, dude. Okay, all right. Three stars. Top three things in your hockey bag. Uh, Dale came up with this one. I think it's a pretty good one. This is something, by the way, guys, if you listen to the podcast, this is something that we struggle with every single week because we, we fill out, we have a doc that we fill out and we get to the bottom and it's three stars. And we're like, what should we do for three stars? So if you guys ever have any cool three stars things that we should do, let us know. It'd be greatly appreciated. So three stars of the week, top three things in your hockey bag. My third star goes to a bubble. I keep this in my hockey bag because just in case I get hit in the face or if there's a tournament where you need a full cage or anything along those lines, you just whip that bad boy on there. I keep it in a pillowcase to make sure it doesn't get scratched. My third star, uh, a bubble. Also, a lot of NHL players take pucks and sticks to the face and just go to the locker room and put the bubble on. So just in case I want to be like the guys in the show, I do that. So uh, third star. What are your guys' third star? Yeah, I before we begin, I just really want to ask um, – are you guys, what do you guys do for like, do you have like, I can't even think of the word because I haven't owned a pair in like a decade. Skate guards? Yeah, <laughs> you don't have, you don't have skate guards? <laughs> Is that something I should have? I haven't owned a pair in like a decade, dude. I just, I, I put them in a hockey sock. I just put them in a hockey sock. Oh, you're one of those, dude? I so just, when I, I, when I don't have them, I, yeah, hockey sock, right? The, like the top part of it. But now that I think about it, that's probably the reason why my last skates, I had to replace the blades. Yeah. Also, like, if I don't have a skate guard, I go to the store and I buy a skate guard. I mean, but how many nicks are they taking in there? I don't yeah. strategically place them, dude. I guess. I feel like the people that don't have skate guards are the same people that, like, don't use clear tape. They use, like, laces around their shin pads. I don't, I don't use either, so. Which is another, you are just an enigma of a hockey player, dude. Because Third it's star. Crazy. Wait, uh, star, all right. No, I, I just do want to. I just want to give a shout out to Ked. Like I must have been 15, 16 years old, and tell a story. I, I just never thought to put uh, clear tape around my shin pads, and Ked was like, "Just do it. It'll change." <laughs> you were 16 years old, and you never put clear tape around your shin guard. I just didn't do it, and and Ked was like, "Just do it. It'll change your life. Like you'll never go back." And I did it, and I can't do it without it now. Dude, the funniest part about that was that I thought the way you said it at first basically sounded like you had said you had been playing hockey and you were 16 years old and you had never noticed that one <laughs> person had put clear tape. You noticed it was happening. You yeah. just didn't want to do it. I, yes, yes. I was aware of the situation. I just didn't think that there was a need to do it. Yeah, I'd also like to add, dude, part of the reason part of the reason I don't use clear tapes because I have slow fingers, dude. I hate ripping. What? <laughs> dude, you don't even – I don't rip it. You're just yeah, yanked. dude. I have I have yeah. slow fingers. It has, buddy, ripping clear tape has nothing to do with the velocity of your fingers, man. I was the last kid in my grade, dude, to to tie his shoes. Have you have you ever felt clear tape? You, bro? Just, you just grip it and rip it, dude. No, it doesn't wipe down you, dude. How do you I tape still your stick? Crack the code. How do you tape your stick? This is here we go. This is I'll just change my stars. My third star is my pocket knife, dude. My pocket knife's there for everything. You want? <laughs> I found this when I was at a tournament when I was like 15 years old, and like I originally I think I was gonna return it, and then I was like, uh, well, you know what? Like, I kind of like this might be handy for me, and it's gonna be kind of weird if I return it. So I kept it, dude. But 
Um, it's great. Keepers, bitch. Yeah, it has a little knife so you can cut stuff like a lace or something like that if you're in a spot. Um, it also has a Phillips head that comes out so you have it for your helmet. And it also has a little a little mini pair of scissors for those uh, pesky tape jobs that I just can't rip. How long have you had your shin pads for? Uh, since I was 15 years old. And there's like enough Velcro on that thing that you don't feel like you need clear tape for it? Ooh, did I replace them? I actually might have replaced them. Yeah, remember we took a road trip out to uh, Springfield? I think I was like 19 years old. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, I think it did. Like, so I bought a second pair, but I still had them for like almost a, like a decade almost. That's insane to me. Yeah, they still hold up. Even the one, they're Bauer, dude. And then here's the other thing. I don't know if other people notice this. I just don't think they make hockey equipment the same way anymore. Like elbow pads, I do. I don't like elbow pads, dude. I I have small elbow pads, and I never had elbow issues. Like your elbow pad does the job. You don't need all the other junk. I'll tell you this. I haven't met a hockey player that has told me that the elbow pads have gotten better. Like everybody says that. Every hockey player that I know, I'm like, what kind of elbow pads do you have? And they're like, oh, I have the ones from back when I was like a peewee. Yeah. Yeah, and dude, honestly, I think too, gloves are. Like, every part of equipment is super important, but, like, when you find a good pair of shin pads, you keep those. Oh, yeah. I, right? I, like, when you find a pair of shin pads that you like, like, you don't try to hold on to those as long as possible. I've got the same ones since I was, like, yeah, 15. That seems unimpressed with that comment. Shin, shin pads? Yeah. I, I mean, dude, I had shin pads from, like, mine are really, really old. The shin pads that I got, I got when I was, like, I think I got when I was, like, 10 or 11. And my dad just bought these shin pads that were like way too big. So I didn't use them for like three years. And then, um, and then I had to get shin pads and I'm like, all right, cool. I get to go to the hockey store and buy some sick new shin pads. And he's like, no, no, you don't. Like, we're going to get the ones that we got you for when you wanted to like play Corinth hockey. And I'm like, oh, okay. So these things are like eight years old now, but they fit. And those are the ones that I use. I've had those things for forever. Damn. Yeah. And that's probably why I need clear tape because like the, yeah yeah the pants or whatever are like so bad and then when you go to velcro it doesn't even stick now dude like you need clear tape for it that's um, fair that was, there was just so much to that man like i can't believe that you don't use clear tape because your fingers aren't fast enough <laughs> dude i think i have a piece of tape if i have tape by the end of the podcast i'll try to show you guys how i rip tape it's tough you, you're definitely a, i'm gonna try to use my teeth kind of guy no, I've given up on the teeth. In my younger years, yeah, but I learned my lesson there. <laughs> All right. Uh, Dale, what's your, what's your start ones? So I've got this birthday candle, like the ones that are like the numbers. So it's like a number eight birthday candle. And you guys were laughing at me about this before, but it's just been my backup wax that I keep in my Ziploc bag in my, in my bag for the past, like, I probably had it there for three, four years. Always there for me. Little candle wax. Okay. I don't hate it. I, I kind of actually enjoy when people have wax that are different than other people's waxes. Like, I hate Howie's hockey tape wax just because, like, I feel like, oh, dude, you're so mainstream, bro. Like, wear your Uggs and your Starbucks coffee. Like, I like somebody who brings in a candle or, like, a wax that I've never really seen before. And it's like, oh, this guy's kind of creative with his wax game. Candles do the job, dude. And, and yeah, they do. That's what I was about to say. It's, okay, that should be your move. Like, I, you're, I know your family are big candle people. Like, your mom hooks me up with a great candle all the time. Uh, I am not using a giant Yankee candle. No, get one, of the mini, get one of the mini ones, dude. It'll be mad funny, like, when you walk into the locker room and, like, like take huh. it out of the jar. What's that, what's that smell? Oh, it's home for the holidays. Yeah, and then when you're done doing your, <laughs> doing your stick, you'll light it. <laughs> 
Who, who wants goals tonight, boys? If you're actually if you're doing a pond hockey tournament this winter, you should do that. You should use it as your stick and then light it. I stick up here at a pond hockey tournament this year. Is what you're telling me? Yeah. Okay. Something to think about for sure. Um, <laughs> my, uh, my second star is <laughs> crucial. Sandals. I feel like you absolutely need sandals in your bag. Um, there are some rinks that I can go in. Like we play at Union College. And, like, those showers I'll go in without sandals on and I'll feel comfortable. But if you're playing in an area with rinks that haven't been updated in the last, like, 30 years, it's Russian roulette walking in those showers without sandals on. Like, you're going to catch something, and it's going to be something that you don't want to catch. So uh, I have, like, these green and yellow Nike sandals that I got for when I was playing at Siena. I bought them before I went to Siena. And I remember, like, my first year there, I had the sandals. They're like, oh, where'd you get those? And I was like, uh, yeah, coach coach got them for me as, when he was recruiting me. Uh, totally lied to him about it. Hal's not paying attention because I feel like he would have thought that was funny. But, uh, yeah, so sand, sandals is my uh, my second star. So you're just always a sandals guy. Yeah, but, yeah. 100% sure. of the time. No, I would just told you that in, in good locker rooms that you don't have to wear them, but in the ones – you don't have to. Yeah. If that's what you said, that's literally what I was about to say. So I'm glad I asked first. I did not listen to what you said whatsoever, dude. So I do apologize for that. Um, I'm going to be honest with you. I used to be a sandal guy growing up, like in and out. At some point along the way, I just stopped caring and said I would go for it. I've never had any foot issues afterwards. So I made it through my career. I think the only time I would use it was at the – and everyone in their area has a rink like this, the Schenectady Airport rink. There were signs up there. Yes. There were signs up there were mumps and shit like that, dude. I would not do that. Freer Park, which was one of the sketchiest rinks in the world, dude, I'm pretty sure I did not wear sandals in that. So That's disgusting, dude. In Saratoga, though, if you look at those two rinks, there's two, Weibel and Vernon. Weibel's the nice one. No sandals in there. Vernon, I actually put sandals on because that's like where people keep the trash bins and shit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just it's Russian roulette, dude. It's it's how how much you value your health. I think is what it's not that much, dude. Is what it is. Dude. I never wear sandals. Ever. There. I mean, that's crazy, dude. I respect that. You, that I have like... a question. Do you guys pee in the shower? Not at the rinks, no. No. How? No, dude. I mean, is I probably just like one. to do that. Maybe if I'm oh. the last one in. If you were the last one in and you actually got to aim, dude, like everyone, like I've been in a shower after we could tell someone peed and like it didn't go down all the way. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you have some respect, dude. That's not OK. OK. I was just wondering. Uh, yeah, it's fair, too. Sorry to get so defensive. My number two is a Ziploc bag with screws. They're probably been collected since the time I was like nine years old. Like some of the stuff doesn't even make any sense. I'll probably never have it. Um but I love it, dude, and it saved me a few times with my helmet. I will also add, um, every time I get hockey equipment and I go into an actual hockey equipment store, if I see, like, one of those kits, I'll get, like, two and dump them in there. Um, <laughs> dump them I still lose them. stuff sometimes. Like, But I also wanted to say I'm pretty hesitant uh, to offer my Ziploc bag up to the world. Like, if someone needs a screw, I, I don't know if this is a bad move, but I usually wait till someone says something. And then if it's silent, then I'll be like, yeah, dude, I think I might. Yeah, like, yeah, like, hey, buddy, come over here real quick. Yeah, come look at the goods, dude. That's my number uh, two, Ziploc bag with screws. Okay. Uh, I think – I feel like all hockey players have that. I definitely have a bag of screws that I don't know what they go to. BQ. What else do you have in there? What? Well, do you have anything else in there, like random shit you can think of? Like in my bag? Yeah. In the Ziploc bag? Screws, yeah. uh, a screwdriver, and scissors. 
Dude, I'm pretty sure I have a lighter in there because I had to burn a lace like once, but I literally have never used it again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've got something obscure. It's got, I mean, like, have you ever? <laughs> so, so, I didn't know where you were going. Go ahead, dude. So when I, when I was playing as piano and I was like taking hockey pretty serious or probably serious, I put like, I put, have you ever had a, a nail that's like just a little bit too long and like it's really bothering you? Or am I just... Like a fingernail? Yeah. So you had a nail clipper? No, I just had a filer. Oh, my God. Is that weird? <laughs> yeah. That's, that's a like, little. But it's not that weird, dude. It makes sense. Hell, that's just not like, that weird. How many <laughs> hockey players in the world have a nail filer a in their OCD. fucking hockey bag, dude? <laughs> dude. That's not weird. It's a little weird, dude. <laughs> I respect it. But like, I, and also, I've never had to... I chew... I bite my nails, so... Yeah. All right. So my number two. <laughs> so my number two is something that I just just started doing. Every Sunday night before I go to hockey, I usually grab a towel and just a gym T-shirt, you know. And what I've started doing since like last night, I got like a tote bag and I filled it with like four gym T-shirts. So now it's the greatest thing. I don't even have to think about packing a shirt. Yeah, that's nice. So, so I got but like gotta, a little... But you're going to at some point get down to a point where you don't have one. So you yeah, and then I just wash it. It gives you three or four skates before you have to do it. Though. Yeah, I've been, I've been happy with it so far. No, I, I, I've become like very OCD in terms of like I need to wash my shit before I skate again. Like I won't not that's do it unless it's like a same day kind of thing. Uh, I hate wet shit. Like when we were in Lake Placid at our Airbnb, there was a dryer. So, like, after every game, I'd put my hockey shit in the dryer and just make sure it was dry. I can't, like, not wash it. So, I don't I don't need one of those bags, so I'm always washing it. But if I didn't, I would, I would do what you do. Yeah, but I thought you have a laundry bag in your bag, so you yeah. wash it every time. Yes, that's yeah. right. That's but cool. if I didn't have it, I would do what you did. Right. Cal, what about you? You have an extra set of clothes in there? Probably not. <laughs> I have, like, I have, like, <laughs> shirts and stuff. I... I actually went out, and I never did this before, but I, I actually went out this year and bought, like, an athletic shirt for underneath. I was always no shirt, dude. That was mm-hmm. no shirt. Because my favorite thing about no shirt, dude, is when you slide on the ice and you get that raspberry on your stomach. That's kind of like that feeling, dude. I kinda <laughs> like, <laughs> no, you, it's not the worst feeling, dude. I feel like some people complain about it, dude, but it's not that bad. And it kind of, like, heats up during the game, kind of wakes you up a little bit, like, I, I don't hate it. I never did hate it, but I bought a shirt this year, but I basically, I guess I wash it like every two times I play. So I do let it just stink up once. Buddy, you're just a walking Kenny Chesney song, dude. No shirt, no shoes, no problem. <laughs> you also don't wear socks, do you? Well, under my skates? Yeah. When I, when I actually like tried seriously to play hockey, I didn't wear socks. No, but I do now. Wow. That's something, what made you change? I don't know, man. That's something that I can never grasp. Like I would get, a million blisters if I even played yeah. one beer league game with no socks on. Dude, I kind of liked it. So on on Saratoga Lake, I stepped in. It's one of the first days out this year. I stepped in the water, just like just in my boot. So my my skate sock was soaked. So I just had one off, one on, and I felt like I could kind of feel the ice better. Yeah, I actually think the skate, especially if you skate with it for a long time, like that cushioning on the bottom of the pad, it like forms like to your foot. Exactly. Like, I don't know. It's not the worst thing at this point in my life. I would never do it. Cause I think it does hurt at first. Like if you got a new pair of skates and you skate without socks, it would blow at first, but it's not that bad. 
I don't know. I don't think I can do it. My first star, I think this is like one of the most important things that you need to have in your hockey bag is a spare set of laces. Like, at least for me, because I there's nothing worse. It's only happened to me like three times where I'm like tying my skate and you pull too hard and it snaps in half. That's worst. right. That's one of the worst feelings I think ever of all time. So I keep an extra set of laces in there because sometimes you have to be like, I'm also OCD. I want a lot of my shit to match. So like if I pull a lace out and I have to ask somebody to have an extra lace and fucking, I don't know, some weirdo in the corner has yellow laces. And he's like, yeah, I got one. Like, I just, I want to play in the game. I just go home. Dude, so that, that's honestly, lace. so you're sitting there, the game's in 20 minutes. You've got one skate already tied. You're halfway through. Yeah. It breaks. And then you're just sitting there like, oh, fuck. And now you got anxiety about finding a lace. <coughs> yeah. It's and, and then you're going to be late to the, it's the worst. fucking world. It's the worst. And if somebody's like, and the only person there has one lace and it's yellow, I just don't play. I'll go home. So having an extra. What about you? What about your lace situation, Hal? Uh, I try, dude. I think I'm pretty good when, like. If I go to a store and I get laces, I'm usually pretty good. I'm usually not great, though, like the second time around. After I buy the new pair, sometimes I forget. So, like, I don't know if that makes sense. I do have a pair in my bag sometimes, but eventually I forget to replenish it. So I'd say I'm, like, 50-50 on it. But it is a wild card because, like, when you ask the room if someone has a, a skate lace, you have no idea what you're going to get. It could be, like, eight inches shorter than you like. It might not be wax. It could be wax. Can't take that chance. Yeah, that's weird. Uh, what's your guys' number one star? Mine, I we kind of touched on this, just like our, our daily habits. I do use it to bring a towel a good amount, although I did say I wasn't showering for a while, and now I'm going back into shower mode at the rink. But um, four-month-old towel, dude. I always have like a really damp towel. When it gets cold, it gets kind of frozen, like if it's in your car for too long. I never really touch it. When I take stuff out of my bag to wash it, it never comes to mind that I should grab that too. Um, it's just something that's just always there. It's kind of a comfort. And I also think it might be good for my skates because then it kind of bound, it, it cushions the fall when I drop my bag. Form a little towel. <laughs> that's it, dude. Yeah. Although I, that, I don't know if I would shower with a towel that was like old. and. No, warm. you don't actually use it, dude. It's just one you forget to take out. Uh, like, actually, I shower with fresh towels. There's nothing worse than getting out of a shower and using a damp towel. Oh, my God. Right, dude? Ugh. Like, you know, like, when growing up, when I would forget a towel, instead of, like, if I had a wet one, instead of doing that, I would just go to the, the paper towel machine in the bathroom and, like, dry myself off that way. Paper towels. Same same thing with soap. You remember that in Weibel? We would, ju we would just hit the hand soap. Yeah, yeah, you would get that's right. That was the team supply was the hand soap. I didn't even think about that. I think it smelled pretty good. Yeah, it was pink. That's all I got, dude. What's your number one star, Dale? Um, all right, so you guys are gonna you guys are gonna really like this one. Um, kind of along the same theme of in case of emergency. I used to always keep like this little bag of trail mix in my in my Ziploc bag. Oh, just a little bag of trail mix just in case I was a little hungry right before the game started. It's not, not as much a beer league thing as it is like a competitive hockey situation, but nothing, nothing like just craving your hunger right before you get on the ice or just like, I don't know. It's just always there for me. You know, my trail mix. <laughs> so I don't know if I'd go trail mix, but I'd probably put in like an energy bar or something Shit. like that. Pal, do you put trail mix in your bag? Oh. No, dude, I'm allergic to trail mix. Shout out Tom Pody. I don't eat that stuff. I don't touch it. Um, 
I'll never forget, dude. I was like 15 years old, and BizDev Dale's mom gave me like a peanut butter, like granola bar on the way to the game. She was like, Here you go. Like, this is for you. I was like, I can't eat this. <laughs> there was one year we carpooled like every weekend, and my mom just consistently was packing me peanut snacks. Yeah. I mean, it's tough, dude. I mean, that's why. We talked about it last week for our cutoff on the podcast. Shout out Tom Pody again being brought up for Tony D's performance. Uh, living legend. I don't know. Um, that's a good one, dude. I don't know if I'd have trail mix. Is there anything else in there that you would have for food instead? I feel like you came a lot to the rink with like Ziploc bag full of like two vegetables, like a banana and something else. Like oh, growing bananas up. Bananas are like my fruit. Bananas are like my favorite. Yeah. Like like cut peppers. No, but actually throwing it back to Coach Grandy, he used to like. <laughs> <laughs> he used to do like brown he used to do like pop tarts i feel like like the brown sugar cinnamon pop tarts without without the coating I have, a, I have a question for you guys you just brought up coach grandy one of the best coaches of probably the best coach of ever yes and if he's a he's a very very nice dude like always treated me really really good i love him when he was your guys's coach younger did he not give you guys like a can of whoop ass was that a thing he did did you guys ever eat was it what was in the can of Lopez? No, it was just a it was just a symbol. No, I thought it was like a it's legitimate just, can with like a label yeah. on it that said Whoopass. It was yeah. spinach. It was Popeye. So it wasn't like it's a, a can of spinach. Did you guys ever eat it? No, dude. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know how old that is. Like you would you just eat a random can of something? <clears throat> I don't know. Back then if my coach said that this is a can of Whoopass and I wanted to do some Whoopass, I'd probably eat what was in the can. fair enough everyone else like the coach did it as like a cool momentum so everyone like could keep it forever and then ked's like sorry i ate it (laughs) (laughs) i'm just i'm just munching it before a big fucking game against a team that hasn't won all year trying to get my stats up yeah probably um all right guys so that was that was this week's podcast we just have two other things to note on uh biz dev and myself are going to be doing the 11 day power play with uh patty b he put together a team it's a hockey game that goes uh, 11 days. We had Kenny Corp on here, one of our, not first podcasts, we had him on here to talk about it, raising money for cancer research, all that stuff. Check out our Twitter. Um, look at it there. We're pretty pumped. We're going to meet up with the Justician Boys, with Woj, who's been on our podcast. Meet up with a ton of different people. The links will be posted. Uh, so head on a solo for that. And then we also have a big podcast this way. Do you want this week. Do you want to talk about the interview we have coming up? Sure. So I'm pretty excited about this one, boys. This is a huge win for uh, for BizDev here. I linked up with the marketing ran- marketing director at uh, Deathwish Coffee. So we had a great conversation with him. Huge San Jose Sharks fan. Him and Ked talked about it for like a half hour. I felt like I was already listening to a podcast. So I'm really excited to bring Will on. And uh, yeah, could be could be good stuff coming up. Yeah, he's a really really cool guy. We're he's gonna come on our podcast. We're gonna go on his. Uh, if you guys get a chance, check it out. Deathwish Coffee. Sometimes we like say like we have like we have to say stuff because people are like, oh hey, can you promote our shit? But like Deathwish, I have a Deathwish Coffee every single day. I have a nice Deathwish Coffee and it's legit. So if you guys get a chance, check it out. Uh, yeah, so that's what we have. We're gonna have him on and then we'll probably release that later this week. So, uh, Hal, do you have anything else? Dead ass, dude. Yep. Find me in the analytics. All right, guys. We'll see you guys next week. Thanks for tuning in. All right. Goodbye. Somebody once told me the world is going to roll me. I ain't the sharpest tool in the shed. She was looking kind of dumb with her finger and her thumb.
coming Fed to the rules and I hit the ground running Didn't make sense not to live for fun Your brain gets smart but your head gets dumb So much to do, so much to see So what's wrong with taking the back streets? You'll never know if you don't go You'll never shine if you don't glow Hey now, you're an all-star Get your game on, go play Hey now, you're a rock star Get the show on, get paid